Hey, welcome to Jay and Jay Every Day. I am Jay, and as always, I want to thank y'all for listening and tuning in. It means a lot to us. The other Jay, Jim, has his own thing going on today, so this is just going to be a little something different. It's just one of our many episodes that we're doing for the month of October, spooky season, spooktober, whatever you choose to call it. Uh, we are taking listener-submitted stories, whether they're creepy, scary, close encounters, anything of that nature. If you'd like to tell your story, we might share them on the podcast. Um, just send us an email at jandj.airyday. That's E-R-R-Y-D-A-Y at gmail.com. You never know. You might hear your story on an upcoming episode. So as I stated, a little different today. Just doing this solo. Got a listener submitted story here. Brittany. So her story begins in the latter part of August of 2021. I was on my hour plus commute home after working my 1 p.m. to 10 p.m. shift. So there I was. It was about 11 p.m. I was just driving along on Ohio State Route 83, which is a long, awful winding road through hills filled with deer and the Amish. This road is typically more of a back road, no street lights. So it's near pitch black, except for my headlights and the occasional oncoming car. I'd been listening to a horror anthology podcast on my drive, which has nothing to do with this story. It just kind of sets the tone for the evening, meaning I was already hyper aware of my surroundings. Now at this time of day, I'm always scanning the roadway. On this stretch of my drive, I've had countless close calls with hitting many animals uh, on my drive to and from work. Though most are small, possums, raccoons, the occasional fox or feline, and in the rare instance, a loose dog. And then there are deer. So many deer. Now, whenever my headlights skim something that is not the road or low-hanging tree branches, I slow down a bit to see if I need to dodge. You know, if it were an animal, their glowing eyes would usually be indicative, you know, of what they are. So as, as I head around this sharp left-hand bend in the road that's slightly downhill, big expanse of hill covered in shrubs and trees to the left of me, and a drop-off to the right down into more heavily wooded area. As I was exiting the turn, I spotted something in the road. It was about 15 yards in front of me or so, standing there near the yellow line in the opposite lane. Now... As I, I stated previously, I am used to animals on the road, but this thing was nothing like I have never seen. It was this thing that looked like it was made out of black 2.0, not Vanta black because the creator sucks and fuck that guy. Her words, not mine. It kind of looked like a massive black dog. If a dog had a slightly man-like proportions, I can clearly it's supposed to be, I think, a man, but can also clearly see it's supposed to be a dog. And you can clearly tell it's supposed to be neither. There were no eyes that shone back at me with the reflection of my headlights. There was no discernible tail or ears that I could see, just awkwardly angled legs, two long arms and paws that looked too long. It looked much like an adult man trying to run on all fours. All I could think of in that moment was it reminded me of Professor Lupin in his werewolf form from the Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. As I'm telling this story, it still sends chills up my spine and makes my hair stand on end. I hit the brakes and slowed a bit out of curiosity and fear. It seemed to look in my direction and turned and ran off into the underbrush, back into the dark woods. 
It was only there for a moment, but it seemed so much longer. As I was slowing, still startled from whatever this thing was that I had just seen, I quickly determined that tonight was not the night to stop and linger and ponder what I had just seen. So I continued to my my drive home. To this day, I have never seen the not dog again, nor do I ever want to. So that is Brittany's little story of her drive home. Now, while discussing this story uh, with one of my fellow co-workers, Dale, he also stated he had spotted something very similar in description um, as what Brittany had seen. So he, he told me a little bit of his story as well. He was out on his back deck late evening having a smoke. As he described it to me, his backyard is pretty flat, but near the back of his property, it kind of goes up a hillside. At the top of the hill, it is just cleared. Um, no trees, shrubs, or anything like that. So you can just see off into the night sky. Now, he lives kind of out in the country a little bit. So it's nothing for him to see deer cutting across that clearing at the top of the hill. But as he was smoking his cigarette, he kept having the uneasy feeling of being watched. And I, I don't know about you, but uh, I have had that feeling before as well. And, you, you know, you tend to, to look around to, to see if somebody's staring at you or if there's an animal or or something nearby. So that's exactly what he did. He started scanning his surroundings, trying to figure out what was looking at him. When he looked to the top of the hill, he noticed it silhouetted against the night sky. At first, he thought it was probably just another deer. So, and for of you don't people who don't know, uh, normally if you, you see a deer, you make any type of noise, normally they, they perk up and then run off. So that's what he figured he would do. So he just clapped his hands, figured it would spook and run off. He did so. It didn't move. He thought that was a little odd. So he coughed pretty loudly and nothing still stayed right where it was. It wasn't till it took a step that he realized, you know what? I don't think that's a deer. He said he could see its front leg as it took a step. And he knew right then, definitely not a deer or something majorly wrong with the deer. He said its front foot more looked like a human foot rather than an animal paw or a deer hoof, which freaked him out a little bit. That coupled with the uneasy feeling of being watched, he quickly put out a cigarette and went inside. And the way he described it in a little more detail is very close to exactly what Brittany had seen. So he went inside and was looking out through his, his deck doors, and he said he watched it just walk on off down over the other side of the hill out of view. So anybody that lives in the country... You know, you you know, you see things in your yard at night. You know, deer, possum, raccoons, fox, coyotes. I know where I, I live. We get them all the time as well. So, I, I I've seen you know many animals in my backyard and been spooked at, at first by not quite sure what I was seeing, but their description of what they had both seen was so similar, and neither one of them, you know, know each other and talked about these before. So doing some research, knowing approximately where Brittany's story take, took place and approximately where Dale re- lives as well, they're maybe about 50 miles apart. So doing a little research, trying to figure out explanations for these stories to provide to you guys of what it may have been. I also did come across some stories of werewolves and dogmen in Ohio. So in the summer of 72, in the city of Defiance, Ohio, 
there, they had had numerous sightings of creatures to reported to be werewolves or dog like men. Um, one of these stories, a railroad worker was on the Norfolk and Western train lines. As he was working, he noticed something strange. He saw two hairy, huge paws on the ground in front of him. Confused and likely scared, he slowly raised his eyes and saw before him a creature at at least six feet tall, hunched over, and holding a large wooden board. Now, before this guy named Ted uh, had a moment to react, the creature hit him on the shoulder with the board and ran away. A few days after this incident, Still, you know, trying to process the events that had happened. Ted and one of his other colleagues, Tom, were back out working about a week later, I believe is what it said here. And they both witnessed the return of this creature. They saw it from what they said from a safe distance. It was in the bushes off to the side of the rail line. And they both described it as a wolf-like creature. They started throwing things at it. It startled and ran off. So Ted and Tom decided with this incident and the one that happened previously where Ted got hit with a board, they would file a police re- police report. Uh, despite, you know, the weird claims of these two men, um, the police did do did agree to start an investigation. A third sighting um, also occurred, but did not include Tom, uh, Ted or Tom. A grocery store employee was driving home from a late shift when he saw an impossibly large dog-like creature matching the previous descriptions run across the road in front of his car. Now, with these three sightings, um, a slight panic began to set in the town there of Defiance, and several of the newspapers, including the Toledo Blade and the Defiance Crescent News, started covering the strange sightings. In general, it was agreed that the werewolf was large, at least six feet, and humanoid in some way. Some reports even said it was wearing jeans. It was also reported as being bipedal, but severely hunched over. Newspapers did report, interesting enough, uh, that none of the events happened during a full moon. Um, More reports of potential werewolf sightings came flooding in, and for a few weeks, everyone was on high alert. Uh, But by the fall of 72, the the sightings and everything just kind of went away. And since... That summer in 72, no other sightings had been reported in that area. I also spoke to another individual um, that we'll probably discuss at a later point as well. But she tells a story of another family here in Ohio, you know, mother, father, children, everyone in this entire family. They were farmers. Apparently, the whole family are werewolves, according to her, and it goes back generations. I also came across several other sightings and reports from over around Ohio of other creatures as well. Uh, The most recent that I found was near Norton, Ohio in the fall of 2013, in or around the Silver Creek Metro Park. This description of the creature was similar to the ones from the Defiance sightings as well. So, and of course, you know, Ohio's had many sightings all over the state of dogmen, Eyewitnesses describe the dogman creature as between four to six feet tall, often very muscular, and with pink or gray skin. It is sometimes seen on all fours or walking upright. Now, so these stories and the sightings that have happened from all over Ohio of these large werewolf or dogmen, dog-like creatures, they, they do 
go back over years. Now, the original Defiance stories, like I said, were in 72. And then we had some in 2013. And then, you know, Brittany's story did take place in 2021. I believe Dale's happened in 2021 as well. Maybe early, even early of 2022. Not really too sure. We didn't really discuss what time frame that happened in or when. Um, I do know that he did not move into his home until possible the home that this happened at until possibly the middle of 2021. So my thoughts on this werewolf-like creature. You know, as we discussed previously, the cryptids episode and what about the Mothman, yo? There have been reports and every state has some sort of cryptid creature associated with it. You know, in Ohio, we do have sightings of Bigfoot, the Grassman, the Loveland Frog, you know, and even just right outside of Ohio there in West Virginia, the Mothman. Um, I also found that, you know, Michigan also is pretty famous for their dogman type creature as well. There is actually a whole website dedicated to the tracking of sightings of the dogman. And from what I looked at on the map, there were many states that had reported sightings. Um, Ohio was one of them, and they had sightings from all the way from Cleveland to Cincinnati. Is it possible? I'll let you decide. I have seen enough weird things in my life that I, you know what? I, I don't doubt it. Or I could just be crazy. Who knows? So if you like these little mini episodes and do want to share your story, make sure you drop us an email. Uh, we will change some things in the story. It probably won't be 100% the way you submitted it. Uh, but we will reach out to you and let you know that we're going to do an episode on you. Or at least your story. So, as always, um, we want to thank you for listening. Even though it was just myself today. You can always find us on any of the social media pages. It's J and J underscore Airy Day. That's E-R-R-Y-D-A-Y. We're on, you know, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. We've got the Facebook page set up. We've got Patreon coming. And I'm pretty sure I have the link tree um, with posted to each social media site with links to the others. Thanks y'all for listening. And I uh, hope you tune in next time. Good night, everybody.